everyone, and welcome back. This is the co-hosted show series called Complete Feng Shui, where I co-host with amazing Feng Shui and Chinese astrology practitioner, Michelle Castle. But before we get on with the show, just a reminder, if you're listening live on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, we have Peo and Hannah waiting online, ready to answer your questions, provide you with links about anything that we talk to today. You can also go onto the TonyLontis.com website, look under co-hosts, and you will find lots of information about Complete Feng Shui with all the links, links to books, links to tips, and how to connect with Michelle directly. A reminder too that all of the live shows are available not only on YouTube but Binge Networks TV USA, Hero Go TV USA and the Tony TV channel app on Roku, LG and Samsung. And in the future we are going to be adding another network to that plethora of places that you can watch shows and catch up. Now, each week we do a welcome to country and it goes a little bit like this. I respectfully acknowledge the people of the Yugamba language region, Gold Coast, Queensland, Australia, the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast and meet and pay my respect to the elders past and present, all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here today, listening and watching online. Now, these shows, and this is the fourth in our series of complete feng shui shows, and I get to talk to the gorgeous Michelle Castle, who is a feng shui master and an advanced teacher and scholar in metaphysics, majoring in Chinese astrology. Michelle has successfully navigated the feng shui industry for over 20 years, mastering in a deep understanding of the multi-layered science behind the practice of feng shui. Michelle has taught feng shui and Chinese astrology and metaphysical studies for Silk Road Asian Studies at Curtin University here in Australia and has worked extensively on interiors, renovations and emergency sorry, emerging businesses and established enterprises across the globe. Her work can be done virtually from anywhere and to any place across the world. Through many years of practicing and consulting, Michelle has now become an author and a public speaker and brings a wealth of knowledge and expertise to this series. Welcome back to the show, Michelle. Hello. <laughs> nice to see everybody again. Hello. <laughs> I like the painting that you've got in the background today and yes. each week Michelle brings something different. So what is it about this one that's behind you today? Well, this one's actually a Buddha and um, as you can see, it's very bright orange. <laughs> so mm. it is a combination with the gold and the black in it and the orange of the actual earth and metal elements. So it's very much, and metal is, uh, earth is the element that gives life to metal and um, earth is obviously very grounding and Buddhas mm -hmm. are always calming. So um, I, ah. I just love my Buddha paintings. <laughs> I, I have many of them throughout my home. Um, Buddhas can actually be really used within a home too to still and calm arguments so if you actually have a um 
an argumentative pocket within your room, your room or within your home, um, right. then place a, a, an actual symbol of the Buddha or you can place a Buddha painting within that area. Is there something calming about rubbing a Buddha's belly? Um, I, I, I think probably more so for the person that's rubbing the belly. Um, I, I think you actually buy into the manifestation and the symbolization that yeah. by that, that you're going to tap into the Buddha's luck by actually rubbing their belly. Um, so oh. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't tend to wander around my house and rub all my Buddha painting. Um, I, I, I tend to just look at them and go, oh, like, oh, um, lovely. It, it, it's very much it, like it's, yeah, it's protection and it's calm and, oh, of the Buddha also different mm-hmm. Buddhas have different symbolizations so you can have like a medicine Buddha you can have oh, your wealth Buddha you can also have like the red Buddha particularly is to stop arguments so um, Buddhas oh, have red many Buddha. um, and varied meanings um, depending on the look of the Buddha oh okay so I thought that I'd start the show with a quick recap of how feng shui works and why it aligns so well with Chinese astrology and then we're going to get into feng shui and Chinese astrology for April which is really interesting but mm-hmm. um, can you tell us just how feng shui works um, and how why it aligns with Chinese astrology so well well everything around you is energy like you, you you're connected by energy from the stars the moon the tides um the elements within the environment so the basis of feng shui and the basis of chinese astrology is coming back to the five elements of water wind fire earth and and, and metal and these elements are around you throughout your home throughout your environment and all the way around the world so both feng shui and chinese astrology after you look at your environment and what is externally outside of your home you can break your feng shui down to the elements within your home and how those elements are um, performing from one day to month to year to the next actually tells a story with our feng shui and particularly with our Chinese astrology so it's quite an analytical point of view feng shui has nothing to do and Chinese astrology is totally analytical it's not clairvoyant in any way so fascinating that it's that yeah we're actually reading the the pattern of the elements so the elements um for this year which is a triple tiger year was Mm. exactly the same placement of elements back in 1962 so if you did some research and you looked at what was happening around the world from a political from a people from a war point of view um from a health and also from the environment from natural disasters and weather you could actually go okay well that happened in 1962 so we actually have a repeat of that energy this year so it'll be very very similar ah okay um one of the factors that um i've read about in and i read lots of michelle's stuff because it's fascinating it talks about three factors that impact on your life heaven luck man luck and earth luck can you explain those for us please michelle okay 
So heaven luck is actually classed as um, your your date of birth, which is called either the four pillars of destiny, um, Mm -hmm. Bartsy or Pachi, depending which master you actually study under or which master you follow. Um, But it is actually the, 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 it comes back to the four pillars and the four pillars is your year, your month, your day and your hour. And in the year, month, day and hour, you have an element and also an animal sitting within that, that, that particular pocket or sector for your life and that comes down to your destiny luck so heaven is your destiny luck it's the cards that you're dealt with at birth it's your date of birth and that is 33 percent of your luck overall within your life so Mm. how you're performing will often come down to your heaven luck so it's the the skills that you've been given Mm -hmm. at, at, at birth Then you have the next 33% of luck is classed as um, earth luck. And your earth luck would actually be your home environment. So that is actually your home. It's the country that you choose to live in, which part of the country you choose to live in. So it's the environmental aspects of what is actually around you, which comes down to your choice of home or building, be it an apartment or a a landed property. So that once again is another 33% of your luck. Then we have what we class as man luck and man luck is the 34 percent of luck that is remaining and Mm. it's the combination of looking at your heaven luck and your earth luck so it's really free will it's knowing what to do with your chart what what are your characteristics and how you are performing from one year to the next and how is the environment in your home around you performing from one year to the next so that Mm. you can tap into your man luck which really is free will it's knowledge and free will so if you for instance if you're born into not great family circumstances and you recognize that at an age that you can recognize it you can change part of your life trajectory by changing where you live and then utilizing concepts from feng shui so yes that whole nurture versus nature conversation is actually backed up by feng shui. Well, it, it is, yes, because yeah. if you have a look at your characteristics and your aspects and your capabilities, if you're aware of those from a teenager or in your early 20s, you yes. can then actually make different choices. So it, it's quite interesting. Um, but then we do, a lot of those characteristics do come into um, emotions. So a lot, mm. of, a lot of what we do is based on thoughts, feelings and emotions. So if we're not actually willing to face like a pig, uh, as an example, a uh-huh. pig tendency, pigs are great at holding money, they're great at holding cash flow, but they do have a tendency to go, woe is me, I'm hard done by, nobody <laughs> likes me. So yeah. a pig may not actually um, have a lot of self-growth because they might get stuck in the mud as such and go, <laughs> yeah. oh, well, these are the cards that I'm dealt and this is what I'm just going to have to do. Where yeah. um, another animal like maybe a rabbit um, who is into growing and interchanging because they're of the wood element will actually take on the skills and evolve that little bit more so it it, it is it's the combination and it is free will very much free will Mm. but it comes down Mm. to whether you will actually go above your raising as such or um, whether you will just settle with the hands that you're dealt 
Yeah. Um, Michelle, we mentioned just quickly at the start of the show that this year is a triple water tiger year. I know we've talked about that before, but can you just briefly give us some of the elements that we might find across a triple water tiger year? And then I want to get into April. Okay, so the the way that we read it as a triple tiger year yeah. is we're actually looking at the complete four pillar of destiny chart for the year that was established on the first day of the HISA calendar, which is in fact Chinese New Year. And mm. um, this year, Chinese New Year fell in a tiger year, in a tiger month, on a rat day, and in fact, in a tiger hour so that gives us the triple tiger within the chart so the year performs very much like your own personal chart performs the Mm. elements and the animals and the aspects and characteristics that are in place at at that time will forecast how the world will actually be affected how how Mm. people will feel how they will perform also how our weather will perform how our politics Mm. will perform um, how the people movement will perform so Mm. if we look at um, the triple tiger year the tiger in essence is a wood element and it's actually a water year but the tiger has wood actually sitting and seated within itself because the tiger is a wood tiger and then the tiger changes can be one of five elements so this year is a water year so it makes it a water tiger Um, so with all this wood within the chart because we have three tigers um, within the chart we have over three elements of wood and wood is very much about movement and change it's very much about growth Um, but wood within itself if you break down wood wood actually also represents wind so that means that we have major winds of change in 2022 so that is seen in like the first term the second term and also the last term or quarter of the year as well because that's very much where the wood is actually sitting now having so much wood within a yearly chart will also tip over the inclement weather so if we have wood, and we mix wood yeah we mix with wood with water all of a sudden we have flooding um so it's, and we have a lot of wind I and we see. have a lot of rain um so that that kind of tips over the element um and also the because it's the water tiger we have four elements of water in this yes. year's chart as well so water a water. Very, it's a lot of water and water usually is very free-flowing um it's about freedom it's about movement mm. um it can actually bring in a lot of emotions and a lot of fears so um mm. we, we're, we're very fearful um, within our energy um, and it will also bring in that huge influx of water as well so the same Yay. first term second term and fourth term or quarter we we have that combination of water and wood it, right throughout the year so we have sudden movement and sudden change um, which makes our weather very inclement around the world um, we don't have a lot of fire within the chart, so the fire is okay. actually missing. And fire will actually represent hope. So it means we're kind of um, caught in this um, feeling of despair and caught in this feeling of um, being overwhelmed because of the water and because of such quick, sudden change, it kind mm-hmm. of it throws out people. It means we're, we're, we're not actually very grounded. Um, we, we, we don't feel very grounded. We, we kind of have to keep expanding the unexpected just as we think it's settled and everything's okay all of a sudden we we, we have something major comes through and hits us once again so part of dealing with that 
chaotic unrest and all that water would be actually making a conscious effort to ground ourselves, yes, whatever definitely. that means in yes, your life. Yes. Yes. Walking on ground. Yeah, so so we, we do definitely need to ground this year. We need to um, okay. have faith, I suppose. Um, this yeah. type of energy also taps in and brings in a lot of spirituality. Um, it means there's um, certain animals, um, particularly the, the snake um, and the dragon, will actually look a lot more towards spirituality within themselves. Um, mm-hmm. So it makes us re-evaluate our, our thoughts and our feelings and emotions. Yeah. If we're willing yeah. to do so. Of so that's, there's a lot going on in 2022. Um, yes. Lots of changes and, and you can actually see that playing out, can't you, Michelle? You can. Like You, you can. It, it, is, it, is a, it is actually a major year energy-wise, mm. um, probably mm. um, far more major than the last um, two or three years. We thought 220 was hard. We thought yes. 221 was hard. Um, we kind of pivot in 2022. As such, um, the, the world good. elements. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah, we, we kind of we pivot. We, we finally tend to, from a world point of view, we hit rock bottom which means once we've hit rock bottom there's only one way and that's actually up but unfortunately hitting rock bottom really tests us it really makes us know look 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 at really what is important to us yeah yeah although having said that water for this year is actually classed as the element of cash flow so that means there is a a lot of money actually around um, which is kind of surprising um so if you're a water element or you have a lot of water water in your four pillar destiny chart that means you're one of the lucky people that can tap into your money but the Mm -hmm. money is actually all about working for your money it's um it's classed as direct wealth. So you have a job, you work the hours, you'll make money. There, there's not a lot of handouts. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you kind of have to put in the time this year to, to, to receive the income. That's and we can see that with our government here in Australia. <laughs> the handouts have stopped. Um, like, <laughs> just thinking, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That it's like, no, you have, you have to actually work for it. Um, yeah, yeah. And that, that, that's, I think, across the board around the world. Yeah. Um, In thinking about April, um, what can we expect from April? It's got a wood dragon element. Is that correct? It is, yes. So the month of April, and April actually started yesterday, so the Chinese astrology's months start between about the 3rd and Oh, that's encouraging. Man, that's encouraging. um, (laughs) It starts between the 3rd and the 8th. So the um, Mm. Wood Dragon month actually started on the 5th of April. So um, that that was yesterday. So we're only going to now start experiencing dragon energy. Um, The dragon is... Tell me that's good. Well, hopefully, yes, hopefully for some. Um, My daughter tells me my job is to sell hope. Um, Which is very trying in these types of difficult times. Um, But um, the dragon is always quite immense within their energy. Like dragons are very charismatic. They're very bold. Very similar to the tiger, they're quite persuasive. Um, mm-hmm. The dragon is always said to like um, shake the cave, break open the ground. Um, so dragons are extremely good in business, um, and they're, they're they're very forthright. They're very charming, and they actually feed a lot on ego. So we we will actually okay. find a lot sitting on ego for, for, for this month because the dragon likes its ego to be stroked. It actually likes to be seen <laughs> and it likes to be noticed. 
Yeah, I am vision of a dragon being stroking his ego, and, and particularly a wood dragon because the wood element mm. is very important. That the wood element is noticed and is seen, and you'll mm-hmm. notice that in nearly everything this year, there's a lot of noise. So the wood element within itself always needs to be seen. It needs its ego to be stroked. You'll find even um, self element wood people, or if you have a lot of wood within your chart, you're the type mm. of person that will always check your hair every time there's a mirror, or if you walk past a window, you'll always be checking how you look so um, this is very much wood wood is also very much about growth so the dragon does bring growth and it brings very quick sudden change and movement um, for the year within the dragon's energy the dragon is in a position of current prosperity so um, that growth will actually come to fruition with with cash flow as well we're still sitting Mm -hmm. in that second um, that first quarter so there Mm -hmm. is still a fair amount of cash flow at flow about but um from an energy point of view around the world not just the wood dragon um we have like immense flying stars so we 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 have major um catastrophe unfortunately um with with our weather and actually with with the environment so april the dragon month dragon always shakes things up drag drag dragons are never a quiet month Um, Things are always shaken when it's actually a dragon month. So, Michelle, if you're another element, another animal within the Chinese um, astrology, knowing that there is wood dragon energy around, you can tap into that? Well, you can as long as you're not a dog. The um, every every animal has a, a, a animal that they clash with, and they also have oh. another animal that they're a secret friend with. So okay. um, for this month, um, the animal that clashes with the dragon is actually the dog. So mm-hmm. if they're, if you're a dog or you're born in the month of October, that means you're born in a dog month. The dragon mm-hmm. and the dog have a clash, which gives you a feeling that you're actually weighed down by responsibility. So you'll be weighed down by responsibility and you'll feel like you're having to do things that you don't want to do. So, um, and the dog hour is late in the afternoon as, as mm, well. Um, yeah. So every time it's a dog day or it's a dog hour, um, people on a whole are actually going to have that hour Struggle. or two where they go, oh, it's all too much. I, like I'm, I'm totally right. exhausted um, from, from this energy. For the rooster, that's actually favourable though because the rooster, so the rooster is actually and the, the dragon, dragon friends yeah the rooster Ah. and the dragon are actually secret friends so um if you are a dog you can actually carry the token of the rooster with you or a picture or symbolization of the rooster to actually appease that clash um dragon and dog clash does also bring about earth movement so it does also bring about a clash within the earth and the environment so i would say that this month there'll be major volcanoes (laughs) earth Uh disruptions landslides um Uh you're going to have an increase in the landslides um anything nuclear ticking off um (gasps) mountains volcanoes yeah it's all to do with fire and earth um the clash will be fire and earth this month and we we will continue to have the clash where travel is concerned as well um Mm. because we have major tigers a travel star so that means we we have a huge influx of travel incidents throughout the year oh my goodness now here's me wanting to travel and thinking oh i'm just <laughs> kind of your best to pick your month um the major yeah. months that aren't favorable for travel i would say would be may and um also <laughs> august 
Maine, August. And and the reason why these the months, two months like, that I'm traveling. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. I was planning to travel in May myself, but um, <laughs> May and August because what we have this year because all the animals have um, they either combined to bring about favourable elements, which or they mm-hmm. combined to bring about unfavourable elements. And this year's clash, mm-hmm. we actually have what we call a three penalty clash this year between the tiger, the snake and the monkey. So the tiger and the monkey actually have the clash for this year. And what a clash brings about is sudden movement and change. It also brings about um, usually emotions. The clash is more about emotions. It's more about having to go through situations and deal with things that you don't necessarily want to deal with. You're you're, you're confronted with issues and you're going, really, not today? I I, (laughs) I don't have time for this. Um, And and this is what a clash is. And this, this clash is playing out throughout the year for the monkey um and the monkey hour is actually between three and five every day so three and five every day we 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 actually have this tendency of having to be faced with the traffic or or the decision of what we're going to make for dinner pick up from but the snake monkey and tiger actually um the three of them bring about what is called a fire penalty so a fire penalty will actually stimulate um earth disasters so it will stimulate anything to do with earth which is your natural disasters which is your landslides yeah, it's earth volcanoes. and it is also a lot of travel incidents a lot of travel accidents so this is why we've already seen this year this increase of so much movement within the earth and so much inclement weather and also so many travel incidents are actually I was happening. Say there's been some helicopter incidents some light yes. planes some some bigger planes yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's like birds it's, falling out of the sky yeah yeah if yeah. you have to travel in the month of august is there some way that you can um assist the energy to be favorable well normally other than the, not traveling other than not traveling um so we do say keep ahead of the clash so if you if you stay really busy often you can actually keep ahead of the clash but you okay. do have to be extremely mindful within those times mm. and may is actually the snake month and august is the monkey month so that means ah, it's very easy go. For those three animals to 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 form the penalty and to actually line up, and cause monkey also. business. And cause monkey business, exactly. So I think August will be the major month for, for travel, but I, I do think May will bring a, a lot of fire incidents and disasters okay. as well. So it's it's like very much keep your wits about you. There mm-hmm. There is um what the rat actually has what's called a natural disaster star. Um, so every year all the chi- each animal has particular stars and energy sitting w- mm-hmm. with, within them and yep. that will determine your luck for the year so the rat has the natural disaster star the rat um for this month sits in the center but the rat normally sits in the north sector um yes. so this is why other than the influx of water from the north um within all countries and around the world we actually have the natural disaster star sitting in the north month now the rat month is in fact um December so it will mainly affect rats in December but it was very sad to hear the um, landslide that we had two days ago Um, when I actually looked at that the mother and daughter um, that survived were in fact both rats and (gasps) the landslide actually happened in the horse hour and the horse and rat 
do have a clash. So I've kind of said to all of my clients, anybody that's got a rat within their chart, that you need to be aware of this natural disaster star. And it is, it's just a natural disaster star. It means things that are out of your control will actually happen in the environment and you need to keep your wits about you. So you shouldn't actually fly with a rat in your pocket in May. um, No, you're actually probably safer in the in, in the air with, with, with the rat than than on the ground because most okay. of the natural disasters will actually be ground based yeah ground yeah. based these are like our earthquakes our landslides yep. um those types of things happen so thread bow as an example would have been a natural mm. disaster um so and it's quite interesting it's really just having uh, one of those awareness. elements around you and mm. having the awareness. So these mm. types of things actually spiked. So if you remember back when um, JFK died in the air crash with mm. with his wife, Jacqueline Buffett, yeah. now yeah. she actually had the clash. So it was actually her that had the clash and they actually died on a tiger snake monkey penalty. So she had the clash. So in fact, if she wasn't in the aeroplane with him at the time, she he would have okay. actually survived because it was her that actually had the clash. So, unfortunately, she took down who was around her. Um, We can say the same or similar when Princess Diana died in the tunnel. So that was actually a dog-ox-goat clash. Um, So, and it was the fact that um, her life, Diana's life force energy actually came from spouse. So because Jodie was her spouse at the time, as soon as he died, that took out her life force energy. (gasps) But it was actually Diana that was in clash at that time. So as soon as her life force energy was taken out, and that clash was metal, fire and earth. So it it was the combination. It was a car. It was in a tunnel. um, And so it it was the fire element as well. It it happened in the um, ox hour on, on, you know, like... How day, go here. So, so, so these types of things play out, and and this is why we are seeing this increase this year um, mm-hmm. for natural disasters. And I, I think my advice to everybody is: there's no, there's no token. There's there's nothing you can carry with you to protect yes, yourself from natural disasters. Unfortunately, um, I've researched it. Believe me, um, <laughs> but I, I kind of say to everybody: you just really need to keep your wits about you. Be be mm-hmm. really aware mm-hmm. of your surroundings and. Okay. Um, just be really, yeah, really mindful of um, your surroundings and keep your wits about you for this year. Okay. Um, when we talk about um, things that can help, I wanted to touch on um, cures and strong cures and what they can do in terms of enhancing and quietening energy. And I know that this works because um, when I first met Michelle, there was a cure that she advised me to use. And it's so simple, but it absolutely helped and worked. Michelle, can you tell the audience about that? Um, I think you're probably talking about the salt water cure. Yes, um, so yes, yeah, the salt water cure. So the salt water cure is actually a very um, traditional cure. It was um, it came back back when the farmer's calendar came around. So before we actually had feng shui products, um, mm-hmm. we had to use things that were within our environment and within our surroundings. And this is where a salt water cure came into play. A uh, saltwater cure is really quite simple. You you just it grab is. in a pint a pint glass, a pint glass or a, a large jar, you fill it up with rock salt, you put six pieces of metal on the top. So generally we use six metal coins, so in six ten cent pieces, um, or in 
China, they use the Chinese coin. So six mm. coins on the top of your salt. And then you fill it to the top with water. Um, mm. Quite simply, your salt water cure within a very short period of time will start to grow. Um, so it's fascinating it does. to watch. It, it is. <laughs> um, you, it will I'm start sure with like a margarita. You. You'll, you'll have a very slight rim. And I'm not then, sure you then it will actually I'm not sure grow. I believed you, but it it, that's actually yeah. what happens. Yes, yeah. And the thing about a salt water cure is you can actually put a salt water cure in every room of your house and it won't actually grow in every room of your house. No. Um, but if it is placed no. in the correct room where it's needed, then it will grow r- quite profusely and quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, the salt water cure is used to control the any negative earth energy within a home mm. or environment. So the negative earth energy this year actually sits in the centre of the world. So it sits in the centre of the world and the centre of all homes. And it's actually magnified. This month, um, the Wood Dragon um, month of April, actually magnifies and multiplies the malicious earth energy that is sitting within the centre of homes and the world. So we would expect Mm. far more challenges and mishaps and um, even total loss within mid-centres. So um, this is unfortunately Europe. So from a a world point of view, um, we need to be very mindful of what will happen within Europe this year. But in the centre of most homes is generally a traffic area. A lot of Mm -hmm. bedrooms and kitchens and sleeping areas aren't actually in the centre of the home. So sometimes Mm. this is easy to control. Simply place the salt water cure in the centre of your home and you treat it like a pot plant. So you keep filling it up with water and the more it grows, the more it is actually absorbing that negative energy for you. If it grows too profusely and you don't like the look of it, um, then throw it out and start again. again. but for this year, all homes actually require a salt water cure sitting Good. in the centre of the home. Okay. The next pocket that a salt water cure can actually be used is the southwest pocket of your home. Mm-hmm. Now, the southwest pocket of the home mainly relates to the matriarch or the old woman of the house. Unfortunately, that means the eldest woman in any home, um, <laughs> where, whether we're young or not, we're still classed as the old woman in the house. So, uh-huh. and the southwest from a bagua point always relates to um, the matriarch luck and it also undermines our love and our relationship luck as well Ah. so we have what is called the sickness and illness energy um, Mm. sitting in the southwest for 2022 so the southwest should have the salt water cure and this Mm -hmm. year you can this month for april you can also add a salt water cure to the west pocket of your home as well um, because the west has the monthly illness flying star um so and that will mainly impact actually roosters so particularly the older roosters um they have to be very very mindful of their health for the month of um april but no saltwater cures i'm sure we we can send out a saltwater cure to people yes and we've also actually got it We've actually also got it on the website, um, clickable as well. Um, the other thing is, um, Michelle actually, when I did mine, Michelle actually said, um, if you're worried about it growing, put it in a plate. So I actually had my um, saltwater cure, which was about, I'll just show it was about that size, but I sat it inside a bigger plate. Yeah. 
because it actually bubbled. They do. So much. Yeah, they, yeah they, they, they do. And I do I always recommend um, placing a plate underneath it um, to protect yeah. your timber yeah, or, yeah. or wherever it's put. Now, saltwater cure needs to be out in the environment as well. So it's not mm-hmm. the type of cure that you can put in a wardrobe or a cupboard or a pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be seen. So you can actually mm-hmm. hide it behind a pot plant um, uh-huh. so or a photo frame or a cookbook if you want to. Um, <laughs> so it, it can actually be hidden so it's not seen, um, but it still does actually be need to be out in the environment and out in that space. Um, yes. There are other cures that you can use as well. You mm-hmm. can use simply a jar of vinegar. So a jar of white vinegar ah. um, is a really quick and easy cure to use. And the jar of white vinegar is used to control um, the energy of past luck, of mouth-related issues, gossip and p- betrayal, um, theft, robbery, um, mm. and also anything to do with breathing organs. So remember, COVID is still really quite strong and yeah. we've got winter coming up. So yes, that means yeah. our, well, in Australia, we've got winter coming yes. up. Um, Apologies, so, America. If, yeah. Um, so that means our breathing organs flu and COVID is very likely to spike um, because of the environment. So the jar of vinegar can be be placed in the west pocket of your home so all homes regardless of where you are around the world should place the jar of vinegar um, and this is like a bottle or a jar of white vinegar with a sealed lid Um, and you just place it it has a sealed lid um, and place it in that area now I've actually seen vinegar turn from being clear white to all the way through to a murky colour, to a coffee colour. So your vinegar will actually change colour as it takes the hit for you as such. Um, and this is a very strong cure for the Flying Star 7, as I said, because mm-hmm. the Flying Star 7 has very negative connotations. Um, it can be placed in the east for this year as well. So mm-hmm. the 7 is actually sitting in the east this year and yeah. uh, for this month. And the 7 this month will actually affect the rabbit mainly, um, which will be really quite interesting Um in Australia, we're about to have an election. So this is going to be, and this is where, like, the laws come out and the seven brings up all the corruption, all the stories, oh. Um, oh, all the misinformation. Yes. So um, yes. we're going to, we're about to be hit very strongly with that within this country. So it'll be interesting how many mm. lies are actually told because that is the energy Definitely. of the seven. Yes. Michelle, when you're talking about north, east, west in a home, What's the simplest way for someone to determine their north corner, their south corner, their east-west? Is it standing with your iPhone and the compass compass out and going, okay, that way is east, that 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 way is... Yeah, that's that, that is the way? easiest way to do it. Either you can stand smack bang in the middle of your home and mm-hmm. look towards your front door, so looking towards the yes. road as such, the front of the property, um, because then you're already in the middle and that will mm-hmm. directly tell you which direction is north, south, east and west for you. Or you can stand at your front door. So you stand at the front door uh-huh. at the front of your home. Yes. So not necessarily the front door. Some front doors are to the side. So this is actually the facing direction of your home. And the facing direction of your home is generally which direction your home faces the road. 
So you would stand in front of your home or building or apartment block. You would Mm -hmm. then face the road, which is the entry point um, for energy into that building. And you would go, okay, why I'm standing in this direction, I'm facing north. So that means north is my facing direction, which means south has to be behind me. Behind me. And that's where south would be my sitting direction. Yes. Ah. And that's really the easiest way to do it. It is. I tested it out this morning just to see that it was actually as easy as I thought because um, I wanted to be able to say that live on air. This is really simple, guys. Just all phones have got a compass. Just do this and you'll find your directions that way. Something else that's happening in the southwest sector in April. Um, Can you tell us what that is? The southwest sector in April. Um, Well, the Southwest sector in April has the heavenly star, so it does bring in some heaven luck, but it also brings in struggles Ah. with power and authority. Um, So there will be that pushback with power and authority in the Southwest, which means very strong pushback for women. Um, It means Ah. women are going to have a, a lot more strength and a lot more say for the month of April than what they normally would. That's good. That's good. Um, And Something I read too that there was something about prosperity, wealth, and abundance in the southwest sector. It is, is that, that is because the annual flying star um, eight um, has actually joined the yearly flying star two. So when we talk about flying stars, flying stars mm-hmm. is just a term that describes energy. So the flying star two is what relates to sickness and illness, and the flying star eight is what relates to current prosperity and wealth. So it's our current cash flow number. So mm-hmm. as you know, anywhere around the world, everybody wants the number eight. Um, we, we, we yes, want the that's why the Chinese, like yeah, the Chinese like the Chinese like the eight. So okay. eight represents current prosperity. So when we have the flying star eight flying in and joining the flying star two, it forms what we call is a ho two combination. So mm. ho two combination forms the number 10 as such. And the number 10 brings wealth and completion luck oh that's good so So even though we we do have that sickness and illness we have that undermined energy we still do have the ability to make money two on a plus side um Mm -hmm. is very uh, a very strong property and earth related industry number so two and eight combined they're both earth elements so that means Mm -hmm. maybe southwest facing homes might fetch more in the real estate market this month than Ah. what they would next month or last month okay that's really interesting Mm. i have to tell you something about that later um in the eastern sector yes it talks uh, you know that it's got competition and danger what does that mean It has competition and danger. Um, The same, we have the Ho2 combination of the seven and the three, and that also does bring completion luck. Um, So the danger is the Flying Star 7. So the seven is malicious. It um, brings about, it is classed as a blood star, and it also is classed as a military and war star. Um, Now, the seven sits in America because America is the west pocket of the world. Um, The seven also sits in Western Australia because Western Australia is also the pocket of the seven for Australia. Um, And if you looked at the world map and you actually look at Russia, you would notice that um, Ukraine actually sits on the west side of Russia. Oh, my goodness. Um, So the seven brings in military might, power, um, and, and corruption 
Um, and this is also why we're having a lot more stabbings and um, incidents. Um, I think there was yes. one in America only the other day um, yes. in California, yes. Sacramento. Yes. Okay, that's yes. the seven sector. That's the West sector of America. So this means we have incidents with knives and bullets. Um, and it is it's the metal, metal destroying wood. And wood is the bones and the muscles within oh. our body. Um, but the three brings in it was seven and three combined. Um, the three actually Ten. sits in the east for this year. Um, and the three brings about action, movement and change, mainly because it brings about conflict and dissatisfaction. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if we put seven and three together in the east, that brings um, completion luck because we mm-hmm. have that momentum of being dissatisfied. Um, we have that leadership, we have that storytelling, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that will actually bring completion luck um, for the east sector. Okay. So um, the next thing that I read in um, when I was reading for this was that residents of the north should lie low for the month of April. What on earth does that mean? And what if what does that mean for the northern aspects of the our northern house? Aspect of, of the house and the world? Well, the north is mainly um, uh, the rat sector. Um, oh, it's those rats again. It's those rats again. And we have a lot of water in the north. Um, and oh. we also have the Flying Star 5. So the north this year has a huge, um, is sitting in, the water is sitting in a, the north sector and the north sector is classed as the water element. And oh. we've had the Flying Star 5 join um, in the north. So this means this really undermines the energy for the rats. This really means that we have to be very, very careful. That natural oh. disaster star is definitely going to be spiked um, because that Flying Star 5 is joining the water in the north okay so if we put water and we put earth together we usually get an imbalance with with mud it creates Mm. mud Um, Mm. so we do have to be very careful with the north this year okay this month and does that also refer to like the northern hemisphere versus the it southern does. hemisphere? It refers to any area north. So this, ah. this energy of the imbalance of water and earth is coming from the north. So because the Flying Star 5, which brings in loss and calamity, misfortune, mm. has joined the Water Star 1, then we have major inclement weather. We have instability of elements. Oh. And when we have instability of elements, that actually unfortunately happens. causes loss. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. So that actually makes lots of sense to me. Um, in the south, this is some, exactly. some nice, nice, nice things happening in the south exactly. around romance yes. and yes, commercial sure. success. What it does, does that mean? Yes. Um, well, the yearly energy for the south is nine, and nine is a magnification and multiplication number. So that's bringing great victory and success and completion luck, actually, to the horse. Um, it also is very much about sowing seeds for the future. Now, it's been joined this month by the Flying Star 4, and the Flying Star 4 is all about academic levels and love and relationship luck and people luck. So that means why we've got that magnification of of energy, it means the horse's luck is very favourable. It has very strong flower of romance. It's going to be noticed. It's going to be seen. So the south is the month this month 
they pocket this month to yes. actually tap into um, if you want recognition, if you want to actually be seen, if you're looking to attract, uh, you're single and you're looking to attract so an uh, ideal mate. mate. Um, you, you would tap into the South. Um, the South is also always about your fame, your reputation, your recognition and being seen. Mm-hmm. So by spending time in the South, you can actually really enhance that luck. So the South is actually one of your major pockets to hang out in this month. Your South is favourable. Also, your Southeast is actually really quite favourable as well. Um, okay. it, the Southwest is, is is kind of six one, half a dozen of the other. But I yeah. think the South is very strong and the North Northeast is very strong. They're your most favourable pockets and doors to use and sectors to spend most of the time in for this month. So does that mean that Australia being in the Southern Hemisphere can expect a level of commercial success? Yes, it can. It means that, um, and already we're seeing with the South, with that flying staff for um, sitting Mm -hmm. in the South and uh, um, Southeast Asia and Australia obviously sits in um, the Southeast pocket of the world. Um, We can see this year that we've been thinking more friendly and more logically. Um, Mm -hmm. So the people power and the the movement and the thoughts and patterns of people with the way that they think about things is actually logical, it's intellectual, it's what's the good of all. So yeah, we, yeah. we will actually feel feel that within this country and within the southeast, particularly for this month. And so that also probably means that we should all travel to the south of France then? Possibly. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not so knowing that that travel is, is not... I, look, I, I think there's a huge there's a huge spike in travel incidents this yeah. year. So um, yeah. I, I think you just have to be very mindful. And I think it's the need that everything's open and we can hop on planes and we can travel again. That doesn't mean we should. This, doesn't mean we should. Um, it, it is it is going to cause an influx of um, of travel incidents. So I, mm. I, I think everybody needs to be mindful. Um, well, it would be nice clients... to build build that industry, um, to, to, yeah. to build the industry and support it, but I think we all need to be mindful because I think this is a year of major growth and change. It's a year mm-hmm. of regrouping and mm-hmm. um, kind of head down, we're really gathering ourselves um, yeah. as we're, it does we're feel like that towards the future. Yeah, it, it is. It, 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 it does feel like that. And because there's so much, the, the energy is so quick, it's so sudden. Um, there, there, there's no warning. Um, mm. It's like Yang water is like the waves of the ocean. It's like a tsunami. And because yeah. there's so much water within this year's chart, um, yeah. all our decisions, all our environment, everything, mm-hmm. all the actions are being taken on emotion. It's being taken on emotion and it's a very yeah. quick, sudden shift, change and movement. So mm-hmm. you always need a plan B. So I think you need to stay safe and have plan B. Yes, yes, that's great advice, having plan B. Um, Now, the other sector that we need to talk about is the Western energy that is likely to be hit with illness and malaise. And that's only in the Western sector, Michelle? That's, um, yeah, that's just the Western sector for the month of April because yes, yes, um, yes. we already have the undermined energy of the Flying Star 7. So the seven's already about loss. Um, mm. Seven is, like I said, a blood star, um, but it also the seven relates to the lungs and skin. So it's eczema, it's the increasing rashes, it's also the means our breathing organs are okay. undermined. 
So if we bring the flame star two in and we combine that with seven, now earth gives life to metal. So all of a sudden we've got an illness star coming in and that earth energy is actually going to spike the negative energy of the flying star seven, which increases the risk of breathing organs. So I have said all along that our Western pockets, um, like Western Australia, like America, Mm. even Ukraine, I suppose, are in West pockets. So once that two comes in with the seven, that's actually very malicious. It's really quite dangerous. So we do need to keep our wits about us and um, keep taking those multivitamins. Um, I'm going to be wearing my mask, I think, yes. <laughs> after this conversation. Yes. Yeah. It, look, it's, um, I think it's really nice to talk about lots of happy things. Um, and I know yeah. on the news there's not a lot, um, there's not a lot that is happy. Um, they, but I, my approach with feng shui is very much be aware of the energy, be aware of what is yeah. actually happening around you. And yeah. also always the happy and the positive and the good tends Absolutely. to take care of yourself if yeah. we have enough knowledge and control of the negative. So if we, right. can, if we can if handle we know, the negative and we can yeah. be aware of it, we can sidestep yeah. it. And I think yes. that's far more powerful than any remedy that you can put in place um, yeah. because it, it, it's taking control of your own destiny. And mm. that's actually the power of feng shui in Chinese astrology is Definitely. having the understanding and feeling that you can actually take some control of it because and, and there's giving, not a lot in life we have control of. I know, days. but it actually gives you thought and meaning around certain things. So there's lots and lots and lots of elements that you've talked about today um, around energy and feelings. And um, I'm like, oh, my God, that makes sense now. Oh, my goodness, that makes sense now. Oh, right, okay. It actually gives you a bit more confidence around the things that might be happening. And as Michelle knows, we've had some not-so-great things happen for us personally this this mm-hmm. month. But listening to how feng shui energy is uh, around and in April, I'm like, oh, okay, right. Well, that makes sense. Um, that's okay. I can I can do something about that, or I can be aware of that, and just do those little things that just might keep you a little safer and a little happier and a little well, weller. And yeah, I think everything's um, with feng shui. You look at what your goals are. What action? What mm. action? It's all about action and goals. So mm. if you simplify it back to what do I want out of this month, you can yes. then tap into your most favourable sectors. So mm-hmm. as such, if you if you want good health, you yeah. would avoid the west and the southwest. Like yeah. if, if you sleep in a west or a southwest room, you definitely need a salt water cure. If you can sleep yeah. in another room within your home that's not in do the it. west or the southwest please do so because yeah. you're then taking yourself out of that illness sector. Mm. Um, so it, it's about the manipulation. It's the same with the East. Mm. If you've yeah. got the choice between entering your home between an East door or maybe a Northeast door, choose yeah. this month to enter through a Northeast door because that oh. has favourable energy. So that means yeah. you're walking the positive and the favourable energy into your home instead of walking in the anger and the conflict and the dis. Mm satisfaction so Mm. you simply look at flying stars and you look at energy and go what what do I want to tap into do do I want to be seen do I want to be noticed do I want that job promotion if so work put your desk in the south corner of your home work work from the south sleep in the south so that you're actually tapping into that energy because that's going to assisting that energy 
yeah flowing in your life yeah yeah because yeah. energy just works walks works like footsteps it, it, mm-hmm. it comes in through windows and it comes in through doors yes. and and it and it's with you so it, it's it's using the environment and making the most of your home absolutely um before we run out of time so that i can go and uh, refresh my um salt cures <laughs> I want to quickly talk about the Daily Planner, the tips book, your subscription and your books. Michelle, go. Okay. Well, the subscription's amazing, if I say so it myself. Is. The monthly I love it. So the monthly subscription gives you that rundown of what is happening in every sector and pocket of your home um, and around the world and which cures actually to put in place. So how to navigate um, your home from a flying star point of view. It also gives a very comprehensive rundown of every Chinese astrology animal. And every day master. So this tells you what you can do and what is best to avoid for that particular month from your health, your career, education, business, love life, interaction with people. Um, And links below, guys. If you're watching, the link will be below. And then if you're a real avid follower, um, everything about Feng Shui comes down to date selection. And date selection is extremely important. So I have the daily Feng Shui tips. And the daily Feng Shui tips tells you every day what flying star it is for the day, what animal it's favourable for, which animal it's not favourable for. So whether it's a good day for signing contracts, for moving Mm. houses, to hopping on a plane, uh, or right down to whether you should cut your hair today or not, that'll Yes. I find that fascinating. The you also the get a, a tip a day. So you also yeah. get um, with the daily feng shui, you're actually given one free tip a day for you to learn and to work through, which is very similar to my um, tips journal. So the tips yes. journals, I love my tips journal because oh, no. I find that is a really easy way for people to start grasping feng shui. And as it's one tip a day, it only gives you one thing to think about. I think mm. when you read a book, you get blown away by so much information and you're not sure what you can act on and what you can't. Where the tips journal gives you the Just opportunity. One. Yeah, just one thought a day. It's like it gives you that opportunity to just look at that one area of your life and your home, um, to write your thoughts down and to act on it and action on it if you can. If you can't, don't worry. Turn the page. Um, (laughs) If you you can't act on something, you can't act on everything within your home. No No, home is 100% good feng shui um, because then we wouldn't learn any lessons and we wouldn't grow. So um, I I really like my teach journal. I, I really like what I do I, I, I absolutely really it's love sharing evidence. my knowledge mm. love and sharing we my love knowledge talking to you um, on these shows Michelle now we've run out of time completely I want you to connect with Michelle on complete feng shui um, her website you can also um, from the links on tonylaunches.com they take you directly to all of Michelle's books her tip books her diaries her subscriptions everything um, or otherwise Michelle at completefengshui.com will get you directly in contact with Michelle and she loves to consult with people all over the planet that my friends is our lot for this week we've talked so much feng shui and Chinese astrology we are completely out of time we will be back in a fortnight with some more wonderful information around feng shui and Chinese astrology thank you so much Michelle thank you bye 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 bye